Welcome to Finish Well Radio, where changing the world starts with changing the home, with your host, Meredith Curtis. Hi, I'm Meredith Curtis. Welcome to Finish Well Radio. We're so excited you can join us for our podcast. And today we are going to talk about Cademan. And you're thinking, who on earth is he? Well, he was a songwriter who lived in the 7th century. And I'm going to share his story with you. And I think you're going to be really excited. Now, let me tell you, I heard of this group years ago, about 20 years ago, Cademan's Call, and I loved their heart, I loved the songs they wrote, and I wondered, like, where on earth did they get that name, Cademan, Cademan's Call, and I just thought, there must be a story there, and of course there was, and they had named their group after this Cademan, who had been a monk in the 7th century, and so I was intrigued, I just had to know his story, and in finding out his story... I have to pass it on and share it with you. So I'm going to take you back in time to Saxon, England. Now, this is after the time of King Arthur and his Knights of the Round Table, and it's before the Norman Conquest. And so the the Anglo-Saxons are kind of ruling in England, and the the Vikings are attacking, but the, the Anglo-Saxons are fighting them off. And they're a rough, wild Germanic people. They're big, they're strong, they're blonde, and they're tough and rough. And slowly, little by little, they were hearing the gospel. Their lives were being changed. They were being Christianized. And one of the greatest Anglo-Saxon kings, of course, Saxon king, was King Alfred the Great. And just a wonderful, godly man. He actually translated the Bible into the English language or the language that would would now be English and just really was a godly man, loved the Lord and a fierce warrior. And it was a, a little bit over a century after him that we have the Norman Conquest, which of course Frenchified England and changed everything. So anyway, here we are in, in the Sac- time of the Saxons and there's monasteries springing up and abbeys springing up and some people are saying, hey, I just want to devote my entire life, morning till night, to serve Jesus. And they would become monks or become nuns if they were women. And they would live in monasteries. And they would devote themselves to the Lord. You have to realize they had mass in Latin, not the language of the people. So everyone in Christendom followed the call of Rome. And the Pope dictated what would be done and how things would be done and one of the things was that they would do the mass and any kind of singing in Latin so that was just kind of different as you can imagine there's a little town called Whitby and in that town there's a monastery and it's ruled by a woman named Abbas Hilda we might think like Mother Superior but she she was in charge of the nuns that were there and there there were so many visitors at the monasteries and the abbeys because there weren't very many hotels back then. So if travelers were going somewhere, they would see a monastery and they would stop and they would spend the night and they would usually give some kind of little gift to keep things going at the monastery. But they were really places where you could meet people. There were places if you were sick, you would go to the monastery and the monks or the nuns often had herb gardens and they would give you herbs to help you get better. They would pray for you. So it was really a happening place. You know, there was a lot going on, but it was also a quiet, devoted place where several times a day, 
they prayed, they sang, they did their jobs and chores, but it was a very scheduled life and very focused on the Lord. But after dinner, the people in the abbey, St. Hilda, they call her St. Hilda now, but her name was just Hilda then, she would gather everyone and, and they would have prayers and they would talk about the day. And then there was no TV, there was no radio, and there weren't a lot of books. So they would tell each other stories and they would sing each other songs and it's kind of like a little talent show every night. And so that's basically how things went went there. And I mentioned before that monasteries were the schools, the libraries, the inns, and priests, soldiers, students, minstrels, princes, beggars, all of them came and went. And it was the one place where the simple folk in the country and the fishermen and the farmers, they mixed together with nobility because in the church, everyone was equal before the Lord. So anyway, the meal would be finished and the minstrels sang and the nobles and the humble people listened eagerly and they were so excited. And in that little monastery, there was an old shepherd and he had been there many years and he loved just quietly serving behind the scenes. But once they all agreed that every single person would take a turn and this little shepherd was so embarrassed because he could not sing on key. He couldn't remember anything to just sing it. He didn't know what he would sing about. So really quietly he left and crept away and he went into the barn and just cried. And the man was Cademan, our friend Cademan. He couldn't sing, but he loved to listen to the songs of others. And whenever they started singing and everyone started taking turns he would just slip away and he would be so embarrassed and he felt in his heart all the beauty and wonder of the Lord and how good he'd been but he didn't know how to put it into words and so it was really really hard for him so one of these nights Cademan crept away as usual and he went out of the house where the entertainment was to the stable and he was taking care of the horses. And there he decided, I'm just going to take a nap. And so while he was napping, someone called him by name and said, Cademan, sing some song to me. And he answered the voice, I cannot sing, for that was the reason why I left the entertainment and retired to this place, because I can't sing. And the voice said to him, you shall sing. So Cademan said, what should I sing? And then the voice said, Sing the beginning of created things. And so in the this dream that Cademan was having, he he began to sing at the from the beginning of the Bible where God created the heavens and the earth and he just started singing. And he sang and he sang and he sang and he sang. And this is what's recorded. This is the only like written down thing we have of his, but I'm gonna read it to you. Now must we praise the guardian of heaven's kingdom, the creator might and his mind's thought, glorious father of men, as of every wonder he, Lord eternal formed the beginning, he first framed for the children of earth, the heaven as a roof, holy creator, then mid-earth the guardian of mankind, the eternal Lord afterward produced, the earth for men, Lord almighty. So, 
he has sung this song in his sleep and when he wakes up he remembered every single thing he had sung in the song and the dream didn't fade away like most dreams do and I'm sharing this story from a book called Beatty's Ecclesiastical History Ecclesiastical means church so Beatty wrote the church history of England but what you have to understand is that it is the history textbook when you're talking about these times because we don't have copies of anything else left except for this this um, Saint Beatty who wrote Ecclesiastical History of England so this is he's telling the story and um, so Beatty tells us what happens is that he found that the dream didn't fade away and not only could he sing but where he had before been so embarrassed when the harp was put into his hand now he could sing and play music more beautifully than anyone else and all that he did was to sing to the glory of God so in the morning full of his wonderful new gift Caden went to the steward who sat over him and told him of the vision that he had during the night. And the steward went and took Caden to the abbess, Abbess Hilda, and said, Look, this is what happened. So the abbess listened to the strange tale, and then she looked at Caden. She said, In the presence of many learned men, tell us your dream and repeat the song to us. So here's this simple shepherd, and he stands there, and he sings this beautiful song. And the men who are there, they know the words, and their mouth just drops. He's just singing straight from the Bible, and it's so beautiful. And so they all acknowledge God has poured his grace out on this man. And so they would share with Cademan some part of the Bible, and then Cademan would just stand there and sing a song. And it would be beautiful poetry and a beautiful melody. And he would make music on the harp. And so this continued day after day after day, year after year after year. And so finally they decided this man needs to stop taking care of the sheep. And he really needs to be taking care of all of us because we all want to hear him sing. And so he became a monk. But what's interesting is that he was so old when the gift came to him that he never became prideful. He just only wanted to honor the Lord. And I just think that's really cool because he could have become prideful and thought, oh, now I'm so super cool. Who can be like me? But because he lived so many years as a humble shepherd, unable to sing, he really saw it as a gift. So anyway, we'll be right back. We have a word from our sponsor, and then we will finish the story of Caveman. History shouldn't be boring. Meredith and Laura have some exciting new ebooks to bring the fun and excitement back into history. Studying the Middle Ages? Get Let's Have Our Own Medieval Banquet and Cook Up Some Fun. Studying Ancient History? How about making some recipes from the Ancient History Cookbook? Or get some creative ideas from Let's Have Our Own Olympic Games or Let's Have Our Own Archaeological Dig. These books are available at Amazon.com. The ebooks are available at PowerlineProd.com. Powerline Productions exists to serve you. We want to equip you to be joyful and successful in your homeschooling adventure. Powerline Productions. Being world changers. Raising world changers.
You've been listening to Finish Well Radio on the Ultimate Radio Network. Now back to your host, Meredith Curtis. Welcome back. We've been talking about the life of Cademan, and we've been talking about how he just longed to be like the other people and be able to share a funny story or sing a song. And he would be so embarrassed, he would leave and just ask the Lord, please, can you just do something so I'm not always so embarrassed? But instead, the Lord gave him this great anointing where they could share a Bible story with him and he could turn it into a song instantly. And it was just a beautiful, beautiful gift. He actually sang the scripture. So his whole ministry was being able to put scripture to a melody and to poetry and just very, very beautiful. And once he had this gift, he did not become proud. He stayed humble and he only wanted to honor the Lord. Now, he is considered the father of English sacred song. And if you think about that, think about the English songwriters. You have Wesley, Charles Wesley. He wrote over a thousand hymns. We still sing some of his hymns at Christmas. If you think about Hark the Herald Angels Sing, that's Charles Wesley. And then we've also got Isaac Watts' Joy to the World. We've got Amazing Grace, John Newton. We've got so many amazing songwriters that are from England and Scotland. And so he's considered the father of them all. But here's what's interesting. Even though he was embarrassed and he left the group when they were sharing songs, he was continued to be faithful at his job of taking care of the horses and the sheep and the animals. And he always had good attitudes. And he was known as someone who was dependable, faithful, a good man. And he still asked the Lord and prayed. And God in his timing didn't give him what he asked. He gave him far, far more that he asked for. He just didn't want to be embarrassed. But God gave him this magnificent gift that people would come from miles around to come and hear him sing. But because of God's timing, he was not tempted to become prideful. He stayed really, really humble. And he used his gift for the glory of God. And so I think as we look at Cademan and his life and see this humble, older shepherd, that we can learn from him to be faithful in what we're called to do, to continue to give God the desires of our heart, but to realize that when he answers, it will probably blow us away. Because God has a call on each of our lives. And especially if that call is in writing worship music, what a glorious, glorious privilege. So maybe some of you are listening to me and you love worship and you maybe you like to write songs and you think my songs are so dumb or maybe you like to write poetry but you're embarrassed by it. Just keep asking the Lord to pour out his anointing and ask him to give you a humble heart so that you can use your gift for the glory of God only. But it doesn't just have to be in worship. It can be in anything. God has given things into your mind, into your heart, dreams, gifts, talents. And I really encourage you to surrender them to him and use them to his glory. God bless you. And I will see you in two weeks. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to Finish Well Radio with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. Please listen in every first and third Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Ultimate Radio Network.